Welcome to the Technically Bored podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Roland. And uh, Roland, you mentioned this before the podcast. We ignored episode four, but we, we still got more listens than the previous episodes for the first week. So it's kind of weird. Are we just a bad at marketing or, or what's going on here? No, I think like you said off air, I think the key is no marketing. No marketing. So it's like we put people off. They'll look at the podcast and want to listen and then they'll see our teaser and they're like, nah, forget it. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I, that's exactly. No, that's what you said, but I agree with you. <laughs> so I'm just putting words in your mouth. So. so no marketing this time. No marketing. So if you're listening to the Technically Bored podcast, you probably found it on your own. So welcome. And uh, we have a very interesting episode for you. We're going to do a little game where we, I guess, spin a wheel, see what it, what it falls on. And create this kind of Frankenstein-ish board game. See what it comes up with. Have some fun with that. And I'm also going to talk to you about what I think the perfect smartphone would look like. And wow. I want to see what you think. How Would I consider the perfect smartphone and what you would consider the perfect smartphone, Roland? Okay? I'm down. Let's go. All right. Let's get started. Okay, Roland. So let's start off with um, what we're doing this week. You want to start it off or you want me to start it off? You want to change it up a little bit this this week? Yeah. Why don't you start? Okay. So this week I am going to review the all new. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you had me. You had me. <laughs> I had you, right? Yeah. No, I'm actually reco- I'm, I'm doing the opposite of a review that I've done before. So I did a Galaxy S21 Ultra review, latest and greatest smartphone from Samsung, but I'm actually taking a look at a really budget smartphone. It's a $100 smartphone. So $100. Wow. I'm going to tell you what $100 gets you in a smartphone. I'll let you know how bad it is. Does it have a camera? It it actually has, does it have dual cameras? I have it here somewhere. It might have dual cameras. You know, now... Budget smartphones, they're pretty no, it has one, it has one camera, but it has a fingerprint sensor. Can you did you can you believe a hundred dollar smartphone has a fingerprint sensor? Well, don't tell me anymore. I want to hear your review. Okay. All right. Stay stay tuned for that for that review. I'm gonna be working on that, hopefully getting you getting that out as soon as possible. But I'm gonna text my mom right now. Mom, I'm buying you a new <laughs> phone. You deserve a new phone, mom. You deserve a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> it costs one thousand dollars it has zero. a fingerprint sensor on it <laughs> hey her current phone costs probably three times that and it has no fingerprint sensor so you mean the your old iphone that you gave her <laughs> it's a flip that you phone. put inside the box and you told her it was brand new <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that the one. for environmental purposes they no longer put shrink wrap shrink wrap <laughs> on the box that's the one all right nice but she doesn't know on her you know, it's it's funny because um, our kids are kind of the hand-me-downs of tech, tech gadgets, right? Yes, they are. Like, yeah. When I get a new iPad, my daughter gets the old one. Like, we, we come in with that old one. I got you something, honey. <laughs> That's why we save the boxes, right? But <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's the same for me. When I get a new iPad, my, my wife gets my old one. Then uh, my son gets hers. <laughs> My daughter gets his and my mom gets my daughter's. <laughs> oh man, your mom. Hey, at least your mom gets a, a free device. Can hey. I, can I be, can I get that one that you're going to get mom? the, 
the iPad mini too, man. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. If I could be on, if I could be the last one in that train, in that sequence, that'd be awesome. I, I'd be so happy. Nice. So you get the iPad mini two and the iPhone four. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> does that even, does it still get cell, cell service? Do they still? Yeah. But you know, my mom gets no calls from anyone, so she has no idea. And I always <laughs> oh, call her landline. Just, just from, from you, right? <laughs> yeah. Just from me. She likes it for angry birds. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I want to hear from everyone that listens, all you 11 people that are going to listen to this podcast, (laughs) would you like to see, because you probably are listening to this podcast because you like board games. Would you like to see a live board game playing video recording all live me and Roland playing video games, (laughs) not not video games, but board games. I I would like to see that. (laughs) I know. I know you would. Well, you, because you just like to play board games, period. But I'm asking every if they would like to see that. Our, our wives don't like to see that. So I don't know if anybody else would. Does the fifth grade class count? It, it Maybe. Maybe. You, you know what they're waiting for this week? We promised. Okay. BTS is here, by the way. Yes, so they are. We, we had technology. Now we're going to talk about board games. And what's the other stuff? We have some other stuff coming up. So BTS is here. BTS is here. Promises <laughs> made. Promise is kept. Exactly. All right. So what are you doing this week? So this week I'm moving on to a new game, which I have. It's kind of become my obsession now. It's uh, it's called Hadrian's Wall. And guess who it's from? I'll give you one guess. Hasbro? Is it made a new game? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all seriousness. I already know it's Garfield Games. Yes, it is. It's Garfield Games. So... Uh, they actually sent me this game. Well, they agreed to send me this game a while back, uh, but uh, it takes a while to to get here. And so I got it a couple of weeks ago. I was itching to play it, but I had to finish my other review from last week. And uh, so I unboxed it this week and I, and I went through it. It is amazing. I mean, it is addicting. It's a, um, it's what they call a flip and write game. So you have, Normally on a flip and write, you have cards and then you have a pad that you actually write on. And that's mm-hmm. how you play the game. This one is humongous. It has two pads, two giant pads. It has some historical background. Hadrian's Wall is an actual thing. You can look it up and it's actually still there in ruins, but it has to do with the Romans and how they built this wall to protect from certain invaders. And so that's what you do in the game. And it's quick to set up. It looks intimidating, but it's not. In fact, before recording this podcast, I was recording a playthrough, but not by me. No, but by, no, by my ten-year-old daughter. So, oh man, the idea. The idea there is, if she can play this game, then anyone else should be able to figure it no, out. No, you're not. You're not giving her enough credit. Like your daughter <laughs> is on another level when it comes to board games. She puts me to shame. You're, you have to find somebody else. I mean, oh, yeah. a better a better uh, test case would be me over your daughter, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But you got to see it. You got to see her play this game. It's I put a little clip on an Instagram stories this week of her just doing like one move. But you got to see her play the whole thing. It's 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 pretty. I mean, if it was me playing it, it'd be boring. But just the fact that it's a 10 year old kid playing this game is uh it's pretty cool i mean i I, it 
it's entertaining to me. So I hope it's entertaining to other people. Well, that's that that reminds me of your of your last. Do you call it a review video? The video that you just put up with uh, Redford, the puppet? Yeah, the last is one that, was is a, that a re- OK, yeah, yeah. so what before before I get started, you have pretty much three main videos for each board game, right? An unboxing, a walkthrough. Is that what a, you call it? A, a playthrough, a playthrough. I'm sorry, playthrough and a review. Right. OK, so this last one was a full review. It was such a good video. I mean, such a good review. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's hilarious. The first five minutes just the whole story of the of the I'm not going to do any spoilers, but it was really creative, really well done. Uh, your daughter and your son are in it and they did an, a great job. So I just want to talk about that beca- a little bit because it was a great video and I'm sure it took you a, a long time to get that done. Right. It took us a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a lot of work. Uh, it was fun, but it when it finally got done, we were so happy. As you know, you could sit there and edit for weeks. Right. Yeah. But we, I got to a point where it's like, OK, it's pretty good. I feel comfortable with it. Let's go with this. And then I, I, I was anxious to put it up. I wanted to put it up because I haven't seen reviews like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some reviewers do little skits here and there, but I tried to do just something a little different. And um, and hopefully it came through. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned the first four or five minutes, because when I go on YouTube and I look at how the video is <laughs> doing right. Um, yeah. It's the one that has the most retention for about four and a half minutes, which is how long the, <laughs> the skit at the beginning is. <laughs> well, I mean, keep keep in mind too. Uh, how long was your how long was your uh, review? Twenty minutes. It was twenty minutes. Yeah, I try to keep twenty them minutes. Short. So, yeah, I mean, four four to five minutes. Getting anyone to stay that long on YouTube is kind of a feat because. You know, YouTube, they're kind of quick videos. So I thought it was really well done. And it was oh, obviously the, the review of Overboss. So if you're interested in picking up that game, or if you just want to watch a really well done review of a board game, go watch, go watch that video. Thanks. Really good. Thanks. Appreciate you know, it. the sad part is though, like, I don't know how you feel, but after I do a video that takes me that long. I edit it. takes me so long getting, getting everything ready, video, uh, recording it, doing all that stuff. You finally finish it. You put it up and you feel good. Like, ah, oh, it's done. It's up on YouTube. And then the next day you wake up and you're like, I have to start all over again. Do it, doing something else. <laughs> yeah. Something different. And yeah. that's kind of where I'm at with, with Hadrian's wall, you know, Overboss was so fun. It, it kind of made itself right. It just coincided with, my son trying to make that puppet and maybe I should have made it more clear in the video that the puppet was, you know, homemade and not something we bought, but wait, wait, the, the puppet that wasn't real. That was a puppet. That was a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. No CGI. It was. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I know. I, I, we tried to make it as lifelike as possible. I'm glad we succeeded <laughs> at least with you. <laughs> so look, Overboss really did itself. I mean, it's an mm-hmm. awesome game. The theme is there. We had the puppet. It happened to be a monster. And it just basically wrote itself. With Hadrian's Wall, it's more of a, a historical game, right? Based uh-huh. on a historical event. So it's more serious. It's a fun game. It's it's my favorite game probably, you know, in the past three months week. or so. In the past <laughs> week. <yeah. laughs> but <laughs> the past week. It's my favorite game in the past four days. <laughs> But that's where I'm at right now. It's like, okay, well, how do I 
I do want to review it, but I don't want to get gimmicky either. You know, I don't want to just throw in something just to get views. I want it mm-hmm. to work. I have some ideas, which I'm working on now. Uh, and actually the playthrough of my daughter is part of it because I think that's kind of the, the angle I'm taking is, okay, here's this game that you see. Uh, it looks great, but it looks intimidating. So I'm trying to show that it's not as complicated as it looks just to maybe get more people to play it. I mean, a lot of people are playing it anyway, but that's just uh, my angle. I think we can all tell um, that you really take your time and you create something special when you actually sit down and you review these board games. So if there's any, you know, designers out there listening to this podcast, you know, Roland, he, he, I mean, I haven't seen too many board game reviewers that put as much time as you do into your reviews and anyone out there listening send them your way thank you and you know there's the i gotta say there's a lot of very generous publishers out there and really 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 nice people that are willing to work with you thankfully i've got a lineup of games after this that i have to work on but there's always you know, there's always an end of the line. So, so <laughs> I'm always looking to review and not just, and not just big games. You know, we've talked about the little guys, right. And, and mm-hmm. I've got some smaller games uh, that are a couple of them will be on Kickstarter uh, in June. So I'm wor- I, I got to work on those in the next few weeks in order to get those out. So it's not just the big games. It's also the smaller games that, that I just like to spend the time on, you know, talking about that live stream board gaming thing that we that I mentioned before, you know, if things, you know, continue to get better with this pandemic and we're able to do that, I think our first do you know do you know what our first game should be? Hmm. Please tell me it doesn't start with an M. <laughs> Just to honor it for okay. every episode it's been in. All right. So go ahead and ask me that question again. <laughs> do you know which game it should be? No, Jonathan, what game <laughs> should it be? Um well I think because we've made so much fun of it. And I think Roland, you've just put a, just a stain on its rec on its reputation. You just thrown it in the mud. Like oh, I, I, I could, I'm, I'm just imagining the monopoly man just thrown it, it. Actually, he's just a homeless guy now begging for help because you just thrown him. You've pushed him to the side. You've thrown him to the street. That's what I'm picturing right now. So I think we need to give it a little bit of love. And I think it'd be fun to see us play that game just in honor of making fun of it so much in these last four episodes. What do you think? Okay. Do you think I should review it first? I would love (laughs) to see your review of Monopoly. Yes. I think, you know what? I'm going to put this on Twitter. I'm going to tag all your board game followers. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm gonna make I'm gonna force them to make make you do a review of Monopoly. How about oh that? man, oh man! I think I've opened the, a door I don't not I do not <laughs> want to go into. <laughs> That's a good segue into our next topic. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Let's go there because we've made fun of a game. We've have our favorite. You've talked about a lot of board games that you that you like. So before I talk about my dream gadget, I wish existed that doesn't exist. I think we should uh, have some fun, do a little uh, spin the wheel and see where it lands on to make a really creative game. So let go ahead. I'm going to give the floor to you. All right. Yeah. So we touched on this a little last week, uh, right? When we spontaneously came up with, <laughs> well, you did because hey, it was, spo- it was spontaneous. I, you know, I just, I just had it written down on a card, but it was still, I like, I looked at the card spontaneously and had that written down. So, <laughs> so 
we, I, I mentioned five games I would be willing to get rid of. And of those five uh-huh. games, you, you came up with some strange board games. So we thought, why not pick a, a few games out of my collection and okay. we mash them up and, and see what we come up with. So let's pick four games. Okay? okay. And whatever name comes up, I'll tell you the name. I'll tell you the, what it's about in one or two words. And then you tell me what game that this mashes up into in your okay. mind. All right. Okay. In my mind. Okay. All right. The first one is called Aftermath. Okay. And it's Aftermath. a, and this is about, there's no humans left and only rats and critters roam the earth and they go on an adventure, a specific group of rats. Okay. Got it. Specific. Okay. Okay. The second one is Agricola. Agricola is a game about farming. Okay. So we have rats and we have farming. The rats third farming. Okay. <laughs> the third one is Alma Mater. Alma Mater is a game about, uh, it's like a college theme. Uh-huh. And the fourth one is Anachrony. Anachrony is uh, almost like Aftermath. There's been a calamity. Humans have uh, created a new society and it involves time travel. All right. So those are the four. A game about rats, a farming game, a game about colleges, and time travel. What do you got? Okay. So... Let me put it in my mind and shake it up. <laughs> shake it up. And what comes out is a group of rats, a group of farmer rats <laughs> go back in time to go back to college so they don't become farmers. <laughs> okay, now you have to name it. What would you name it? Okay. Um, back to school. <laughs> I got no I respect. That, that sounds like Ronnie Dangerfield. <laughs> How about rats? Rats. <laughs> yeah, rats to school, okay. Or rats in the past. <laughs> I don't know. Rats from the past. Rats from the past. Rats from the past. <laughs> there we go. A game about farmer rats going back in time to go to school, so they, so they don't become farmers. <laughs> become farmers. But then, if they don't become farmers, then how can they go back in time? Okay. So, okay, but farmer rats. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous. You should just stop right there. Farmer rats. Farmer rats that discover a time machine. Okay, and they decide to go back in time to do what their real dream job was when when they were growing up instead of farming. Okay, yeah, that makes a better movie than an actual board game. <laughs> but maybe this is an adaptation of the movie board game it could be i think we're gonna get there right oh yeah. yes 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 spoilers <laughs> yes spoilers okay so those are the first four i got i got four more i got four more okay so the first one is called baseball highlights 2045 okay and this is a game about baseball set in the future where the players are not only human but they're also robots and cyborgs okay okay so they've taken steroids pretty much is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah yeah so it's basically set <laughs> In the in 2000s, 2000s, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a Conseco and a Maguire <laughs> and a Sosa. Don't forget about Sosa and a Sosa and, and a, a Bond. What, what do- yeah, Bond is like the Superman of the group. What are you talking about? Yeah, the, the minifigure for Bonds has the huge head. <laughs> okay, oh, we lost so many listeners. We right lost now. so many listeners. I could see the, the I could see it, I could see it dropping. Okay, the second game is called Downforce. Downforce is a racing. Okay. It's a it's a racing game with little race cars going around a track. 
Okay. Okay. The third one is Flashpoint. Flashpoint is a fire rescue game. So you are firefighters and you're rescuing. You're not making this easy. <laughs> so, okay. So we have a baseball game with robots and cyborgs and humans. In the future. In the future. We have Downforce, which is a racing game. We have Flashpoint, okay. which is a fire rescue game. <laughs> and the fourth one is called Bunny Kingdom, <laughs> which oh is exactly goodness. is exactly what the title says. It's about a kingdom of bunnies. So there you go. This sounds like it's going to be based on these baseball players from the future, including robots, cyborgs, and humans. They decide to stop playing baseball because the bunny kingdom has taken over <laughs> and they now need to race to save people from the bunny fires that were created. Okay. I, <laughs> I think I would play the bunny fires. <laughs> What's a bunny fire? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's, uh, I don't know. They got two uh, carrots and they put <laughs> the fire with it. <laughs> I think we've run out of material. <laughs> wow. It's, Whose idea was this to do this, by the way? Was it mine? Or was it my spontaneous I idea it, again? I think it was your daughter's idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me see what I can come and up with. Think so, we could, and to think we could have BTS on today. And, <laughs> to yeah. think how low we've gone. Let's see. A baseball game, a racing game, a fire rescue game, and a kingdom of bunnies. How about the kingdom of... So it's a, in this game, the bunny kingdom is on fire. Okay. The bunny kingdom is on fire. And in order to put out the fire, you as a robot, you have to play baseball while you're racing. <laughs> <laughs> while you're racing, because the, the draft created by the swings of the bat and the and, and the, the, the wind of the racing cars will put out the fires in the bunny kingdom. Wow. Wow. You know, as as you were saying that, you know what I was thinking of? This is how the creators of Rocket League came up with that game. <laughs> they were like, we're going to get cars, but these cars are going to hit soccer balls into a goal. But the cars are also going to be able to fly and have boosts. And they're going to play inside of an arena, though. And you can also get boosts to blow up each other. That, that's, that, that, I mean, it, that's what it seems like we're doing here. <laughs> I think you're right. I, I never thought of it that way. Oh, and why don't we throw in, uh, you know, you can play basketball with flying cars. <laughs> yeah, same thing. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> All right. You want to do one more? One more. Let's go. All right. Let's, let's see. Let's see. I'm looking make through it, my... Let's make, make, make it a little bit easier this time. I mean, you got future baseball players, cyborgs, and bunnies okay. on fire. It was too hard. That was too okay. hard. Okay. Okay. I'm, so I'm looking through my list of games here. All right. So one. Godzilla Tokyo Clash. So okay. what is that? What is that one about? <laughs> <laughs> it's about tulips. It's about is that, is, is that the Bunny Kingdom number two? The Bunny Kingdom. So you're actually you're you're Godzilla and or the other monsters that Godzilla fights, and you're fighting in Tokyo. So that right there sh should start us off pretty well. Okay, so Godzilla good. Tokyo Clash. Um, the second one will be. Grand Austria Hotel. So in this game, you're operating a hotel and you're serving guests and you're serving uh, dishes. In Austria? Uh, yes. Okay. 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 So, so you've got Godzilla. In, in Tokyo. In Tokyo. An Austrian <laughs> An hotel. An Austrian hotel. 
Okay, let's throw in pandemic. We know what that one is. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. And the last one, let's see. The last one will be Wingspan, which is a game about birds. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Let's see. You know, it was, I had come up with something already until you threw that bird one in there. And now I just made it, just kind of threw it for a curve there. Because um, I was going, okay, what if there's an Austrian themed hotel in Tokyo that is trying to survive during the pandemic when Godzilla attacks? And then you threw the birds in there. Now that kind of just destroyed it all. And then I had to throw the birds in there. Well, maybe the <laughs> yeah. birds will come and fight Godzilla and save the day. And yeah. then the city is overrun by birds. And so the hotel must serve birds as part of their menu in order to save the city from the birds that had already saved the city from Godzilla. If there's anything that we've learned from the past Godzilla movies, no one can beat Godzilla. Birds cannot beat Godzilla, Roland. You're, you're missing the point. You're not making it realistic. Birds are not going to. So we have to. Maybe they're serving birds now. Oh, like this has to know. be realistic. all right well those were the mashups and i'm sure we could come up with better ones maybe we do this once a month and maybe we get some suggestions if you're listening to this and you heard those games please come up with a few interesting games and tweet us please i would love to hear we probably came up with the worst ideas i'm sure (laughs) there's so many more smarter people that have way better ideas than that and with that said, <laughs> so let me talk about something that I think would actually be pretty cool. Not some Godzilla game that has birds attacking it. If I were to make the perfect gadget and this and we're going to choose the smartphone. OK, because there's so many different smartphones and each smartphone has something great about it that others don't. So in my dream, I would have the perfect smartphone. I can't wait to hear You've, it. You've tried Galaxy phones. It's been a while since you've had a Galaxy phone, right? It's been a, quite a while since I had a Galaxy phone, yeah. So you prefer, you're an iPhone guy? Yes. Any particular reason? Um, I found the Galaxy phones customization just to be, I don't know. At least when I tried it, it was kind of clunky. Okay. I prefer Apple's closed system and just being able to, at that time I had a uh, an iMac too, so... It just works, right? The Apple, the iPad, the iMac all together. Yes. Yes, you're right. Okay. So each part of a smartphone, I'm going to mix and mash to try to create the best one for me personally. This is my opinion. When it comes to camera, I do think for actual for actual photography, not video, just taking pictures, I like the Galaxy phones, the Galaxy S21 Ultra. So I would choose that camera for that. But when it comes to video, I like the iPhone better. Ah, uh. So it's a little weird when it comes to that. I don't know how that would be able to be possible, but video, I would want the camera for video to be the iPhone camera and for actual shots, the Galaxy camera. So you want like six cameras yeah. on the back of the phone. <laughs> I, I, yes. Yes. If you can have a, a, the, a board game about uh, baseball players uh, driving cars, playing baseball to save bunnies on fire, I can have that. <laughs> Sure. Why not? <laughs> well, you know, and that's the thing with all these uh, gadgets. You never have the perfect one, right? No, it's no. like it's like the streaming boxes. Yep. You know, there's not one that has it all. And you, can, and I don't understand why. I mean, well, I guess I understand why, but 
but it'd be neat if just you know the powers that be came together and just said all right let's just make one yep they would so i just continue to just dream that this phone would exist i'm sure there's people that that carry both phones around maybe for that specific purpose i carry two phones around so but that's just because i'm a nerd and and is one of them is one of them green no no. Okay. So we continue hunting for that green iPhone in the wild, right? Oh, yeah. I know. Well, you know, this is a sidetrack, but there was a green iPhone 11. Was it iPhone 11 that was kind of greenish? That actually looked pretty nice. Uh, it wasn't like a bright green. It was just a kind of a, a dull green. And, and I'm sure someone had that one. And I'm and I that's fine with me. I'm just I'm looking for those yellow iPhones. Who has the yellow iPhone? Please tell me. Show me a picture of you, you having the yellow iPhone. <laughs> Okay, design. Hmm, this is tough because I really like the color and the feel of the Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra, but I like the design of the new iPhones with the flat edges. So maybe a mixture of that color with that kind of feel of the glass. It has kind of like a frosted glass type of a matte black type of thing. So that color scheme with the design of the iPhone and the display. I like the Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra display. When it comes to the the operating system, I like Android because of the customization, but you're right about Samsung. They've come a long way, but they're still not, there's something about the iPhone that's just smooth, easy to use. But if you've ever tried a Pixel phone, very, it's like the iPhone of the Android hmm. phone. Very clean UI, very smooth, not like you still buy a Samsung phone and you and it comes pre-installed with eight AT&T applications. Yeah. Like, I hate that. I can't yeah. stand that. And, and Candy Crush is, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not kidding. Candy Crush is on every single Samsung Galaxy phone still. I don't know why. I don't even know. I mean, who, who plays that? Who still plays Candy Crush? The person that owns that yellow iPhone plays. Yes, that's who plays. Well, I know that when I'm trying to uh, help someone just find their photos, just find their photos. That's it. On a Samsung phone, it takes me, you know, three times as long as on an iPhone. And that's the other issue. Samsung, you it comes with a, a gallery. You have like three galleries in that Samsung phone. There's and there's Google Photos. There's the gallery app and there's like Samsung pictures <laughs> cloud. Like there's so many applications that come on. You have to clean it up and still it just it, pixel. If you want to, if you want the closest to an iPhone, but you want to stay on Android, go with pixel when it comes to operating system. So that's what I would choose when it comes to performance though. I mean, the iPhone, you can't beat the iPhone in my, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, Still I don't think this phone out there. I don't think I've been scrolling through at least the modern iPhones and have experienced any stuttering. And that's one thing I didn't I didn't really enjoy about the Android phones I've used. I mean, Apple, of course, it's not perfect. It has its flaws. But again, if we're talking about getting the best features and mixing them together, I agree the performance of the iPhones, it's got to be there. And then also that, that's another thing about iPhones. You, if you go iPhone, you have iOS and you have all of Apple's products just work perfectly with them. It's like, that's how you get stuck. That's how you're stuck in when the Apple ecosystem, right? Because yeah. you have an Apple watch. Yeah. You can't go to another phone and still use your Apple watch. 
Right. Your iPad works way better with the iPhone. Uh, if you have AirPods, you can use your AirPods with other phones, but they just work better with the iPhone. You have more features with the iPhone. It's just, it's hard to go anywhere else. So this phone, the stream phone I'm talking to, um, I'm explaining, I'm describing would be able to work seamlessly with all those products that you love. Any wow. product. I'm sure in a universe, some universe out there, <sighs> it exists. Yeah. Some alternate universe. Some alternate universe. Yeah. <laughs> it, somewhere in the Spider-Verse, yeah. that phone exists. <laughs> it's called, uh, the company's called Sapple. <laughs> it's called Sapple. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we or might Google. be onto something. Or Google? <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm sure Forrest Gump invested in it and is, you know, making money no matter where he is, no matter what yeah. universe he's in. Yeah. So that's, that's for me would be the best. Now, let me ask you, you deal with, you know, you, as your day job, you deal a lot with computers, IT. If you had to choose one computer, like one, if you were going to use this for the rest of your life, would it be Windows or a Mac? Oh, man. There, I would have to say Windows. Ooh. I would have to say Windows because of the gaming aspect. Okay. It would have you can to game, be. You can game with a Mac. <laughs> in, what, <laughs> in what universe? <laughs> it's gotten better. It has gotten way better with the Mac, you know, but you still go on Steam and you want to buy this game and you see the Windows flag, right? But you know what? Let me backtrack because the advantage with the Mac is you can load Windows on a Mac, but you can't load OS 10 on a Windows That's true. PC. So, true. you know, if you get a Mac with a decent uh, video card and, and a good processor, you can, I don't, you can't game like you can on a PC. I mean, you're not going to get like, uh, you know, 120 frames a second on a flight simulator on a Mac. Yeah. But maybe you don't want that. And it still keeps you in the Mac ecosystem. But in answer to your question, I would probably go with I would probably go with a PC. Okay. In that specific okay. were situation. Were you always like that? Did you always choose a PC? Were you have you always been a PC guy? So I started off as a PC guy. I moved to the Mac for a long time, but I had I had the bad experience of having two iMacs crash, which they're going to anyway. Right. But my first one crashed. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to buy a new Mac, a new iMac. Cause I, I wasn't going to open it and, you know, crack the screen and, and risk all that. So I bought a new iMac. And then a couple of years later, that, that one crashed, the hard drive crashed. And I was like, man, if this was a PC, I could just swap out the hard drive. And, you know, a <laughs> hundred bucks later, I'm back in business instead yep. of having to pay another, you know, whatever, $1,500 for a new iMac. So I went back to PC after that. And I, I still have a MacBook, but just for the ease of upgrade and ease of servicing, I, I stuck with a PC. Yeah, you know, it's and that's kind and I, the reason I asked you is because that's kind of how Android and iOS is right now. There, it's very similar in that aspect because I think you would agree, Mac, the operating system is so much more elegant, easier to use. It feels more fluid. It's just faster. Yes. But it's, there's just a convenience factor when it comes to Windows, right? There's more options available. Gaming, like you said, you just have that customization factor that you don't have with 
with uh, with Mac, with Apple. And the same thing kind of goes along with iPhone too. iPhone, it's great. It performs great. It's elegant. It's easy to use. It's fluid. But Android offers more customization. There's more options. There's more phones available. If you want something, you know, let's say you want a smaller phone. I mean, now they have so many different iPhones. But let's say you want a a more budget phone, a cheaper phone. It's going to be Android. There's more options available for you. I mean, I just it makes me think, imagine if there was just a perfect dream computer that just ran everything you wanted and oh. you didn't have to go back and forth. Oh, man. And you know what? Just to add to that, um, I agree with you. It's similar in the PC versus Mac debate. And, and one thing I, I found is that a lot of people complain of the Mac price, right? It, mm-hmm. Apple is expensive. And I hear all the time, well, you could get a PC, a same a type of you know pc cheaper mm-hmm. than getting an apple or a mac and i don't think that's true because yes you could buy you could buy a 300 pc but it's not going to perform like that yeah like that mac even the mac minis now you know yeah um, yeah and, and it's just not true you can get a cheaper pc yes but don't expect it to perform like that you know fifteen hundred dollar two thousand dollar mac well, and I think the reason for that is because you would get a Mac and it'd have a Core i3 processor, for example, inside of it. And for that same price, you can go and get a Core i7 on a Windows laptop for the MacBook Pro or MacBook Air. But that Core i5 runs much quicker, much better on a when on Mac OS. Yes. They've right. optimized it that way. Right. So it's just it's different. You can't compare. It's not apples to apples. <laughs> it's not apples to apples. Right. And you might get that i7 processor. Yeah. But you know what? That PC or laptop you're getting probably does not have a great cooling system. Mm-hmm. That power supply in there is probably not going to withstand a lot of heat. Or the fans are, pro- you know, so there's so many things going on that, yeah, you might get a better processor, but I guarantee you that $300 laptop is, is not going to last you more than, you know, a, a, a year max or so before it starts giving you issues. And you'll pro- that $300 laptop is going to do as much gaming as your Mac would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Which is zero, by the way. <laughs> you have to, I mean, if you're going to game on, a, on anything, you have to invest still more money in, in a Windows computer. So either way, if you want something that performs well, and you're right with with the new processors that Apple's come out. It's even changed the game even more because you're getting more power, and the prices are pretty good. I mean, a Mac Mini, the performance you get out of it, if you got something comparable on Windows that performed the same way that you're able to actually like video editing, for example, if you got something that's comparable on the Windows side, it'd be a lot more expensive than a Mac Mini. I'm six hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm seriously looking into a Mac Mini because of what your your experience has been just for yeah. video editing yeah yeah and uh that just reminds me this um podcast is sponsored by apple go out and buy the mac mini let's get maybe <laughs> so, maybe one day so apple and bts we already know what bts stand <laughs> for we got to come yes. up with one for apple right <laughs> <laughs> oh man we have to it's an acronym it's an acronym for something we'll come it's, up with it next week we'll come up with something i'm sure we will <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on from that, 
I think we talked a little bit too much about mashing up things and making weird stuff when it comes to board games and <laughs> dream stuff that would never happen when it comes to gadgets. Now let's get into something that I thought was really uh, kind of interesting because in our first episode of the podcast, we talked about how technology and board games have kind of come together. And one thing that I remember we talked about was how normally when you think of board games and technology coming together, it's video games. Yes. So I want to ask you, there's been a, quite a few video games of board games. And what I mean by that is there's a board game and the company makes a video game out of it. Yes. For example, and I'm just putting this one out there just to give an example. Uh-oh. Okay. Starts with an M. Monopoly. There's a video game, Monopoly, where you go on and you play Monopoly against, you can play against the AI and it plays just like Monopoly, but you don't have to set up the board game. What is your favorite video game board game? Okay. So that correctly. Yeah. So, so you mentioned Monopoly and there are other digital versions of those classic games, right? That Mm -hmm. you can go on and play. And in the board game world, there are sites. So it gets a little tricky because there are apps and sites that will take these games and put them digitally for you. For example, there's an app called Tabletop Simulator and mm-hmm. you can, you know, we've played, I think, right? Uh, yeah. a, a couple of games that we played Imperial Assault there a couple of times. Uh, but you're talking about like a full-on video game translation of a board game. Um, yes. Yeah. And, and if we stick with these more, uh, you know, advanced board game types, there's two, there's, there's more than two, but there's two recent ones that I think have done a really good job. One is, uh, is wingspan, which is the bird game <laughs> that there's I threw a video game version of it. Huh? Yeah. There's a digital version of wingspan and wingspan oh, is, okay. is by my other favorite publisher, Stonemeyer games. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, they did a so they didn't do the the digital the version of this, but but who did EA? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bird. Here we go, birds playing football. <laughs> no, never mind. We went past that. Is it? Are there microtransactions in it? Are there microtransactions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they did a really good job of making this game good on the computer, which is not easy to do. A board game does not always translate well to its digital version. And this one, they did a really, really good job because the the cards are easy to see. Uh, the board is easy to see. Uh, they even added ambient noises with the birds. And uh, so Wingspan is a great game for, for new newcomers and for experienced players. It's mm-hmm. everybody loves Wingspan. If you play it, you love it. Uh, I mean, I my wife loves it and, so that's that's saying a lot, right? <laughs> so I think Wingspan is a great board game, and the digital version is just as good. Okay. So before I get to my second one, do you have one? I do, and the reason why I have this one, and it's not because I don't like the board game, but I just it, it just makes it so much easier to play. Okay, I have Risk, the board game. Yeah, it's fun, but it just takes forever. To take everything out of the box, put everything on on the board, keep track of everything. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces that go into risk if you're playing the full board game. It's just so much easier 
the video game version of it. <laughs> it goes so much faster. And I'm also going to even say Monopoly too. Monopoly is much, fa- in my opinion, it's funner to play on the video game version than on, if you're playing with friends, it's funner to play on that video game version than on actual board game. Cause you can, you can actually do the trades on there. It keeps track of everything. Your money's all there. There's no cheating taking place. You don't yes. have to keep an eye on the banker. It's all there. It's easy to play. It's quick, yeah. easy. There's no setup going going on. So those were two that I thought of. Uh, but go ahead. I mean, I'm not. There's a big difference between me and you when it comes to that things. You're going to go and pick out these hidden gems. I'm giving <laughs> you the. I'm giving you the commercial response. Well, but I think you bring up an excellent point because that. I, I prefer to play the the physical board game, right? Just mm-hmm. put it on the table, feel the, the the parts, the pieces, and smell the cardboard, right? Uh, <laughs> smell those dices. Smell those dice. <laughs> but yes, there is a lot to be said for playing a game quickly, not having to keep track of uh, uh, of the points and this and that and the scoring, especially if you're playing a complicated game, right? Everything's done for you. Um, and you know what I was gonna say before you, before you do that. I was going to say another thing is you can't flip the board game over, but I remember tabletop simulator. There's a way to flip the board game over, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the best. Just set it all up and flip it. My daughter loves doing that <laughs> right in the middle of the game too. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So yeah, I think the digital versions of board games have their, have their place. Um, a lot of times too, you know, you might be sitting on the couch, your wife's watching TV. You're kind of not into that show, uh, but you don't, you know, you want to be there with her, right? You don't want to go off in another part of the house. And so you can just sit there and fire up the digital version of Wingspan and, and you're golden. Another advantage is a, a lot of these games that are multiplayer, the physical version, mm-hmm. have an AI you can play against in the digital version, right? Now, yeah. Wingspan happens to have a solo mode for the, the physical version, which is really good too. But, you know, you have to set it up. You have to learn how to read the cards to tell you what the AI it does and the digital version eliminates that so another great digital version of a board game and i said i was going to name two but i'll, I'll name three uh, a second <laughs> one I'll, I'll, I'll let you guess <laughs> i'll let you guess who this other game oh. <laughs> is from uh you, you want to take a, a stab at it uh let's see um garfield yes yes oh! whoa you did it I did it. So this is uh, actually the first Garfield game I ever played. It's called Raiders of the North Sea. You would love this game because it's about. Is, we isn't talk- that the one I played? In, didn't I play that one? I'm trying to remember if we played it, but I did mention it, I think, last week or the week before uh, when we talked about my two favorite publishers. Mm-hmm. And this is the one about Vikings that you go mm-hmm. out and you raid towns and and, uh, and and you and you have to uh, plunder and do all this. So it's it's a really cool game on the board, but the digital version is just is just as fun. And they have it on the on the iPhone too. Nice. So, so there's a PC version and then there's the iOS version. It, it's great. The third one is called Root. So Root is a really cool. It's by Leader Games, who are also great. Great. It's a great company. It's on, the, it's on the it's on the iPhone. Root. Root. There you go. So what I love about Root, the the physical board game, is unlike other games. So Root is a is a war game, really, but it's a war game set <laughs> set in the in the wilderness, mm-hmm. right? Different animals are 
of the wilderness are, are fighting for control. You would love it. If you like risk, you, you'll like root. But the, the twist with root is that every faction plays different. So if you choose the cats, for example, and I choose the birds, the way you play is different from the way I play. Mm, okay. So I don't know if that makes sense, but um, no, it does. It, it, it's really cool because every time you choose a different faction, you kind of have to, you know, the core game is there, but you have to learn how to play with that specific faction. Anyway, the digital version is it came out not too long ago, and uh, and they did a great job too. I mean, it, it it plays just as well. There's ambient sounds, and you know when you go to battle, there's like little animations. It's it's they did a really cool job. And you know another thing I like about the digital versions is a lot of times you can use the app to clear up rules misunderstandings you have with ah, yes. the board game, and that that is. Very useful. And that's an that's another thing. People like to make up their own rules sometimes when they play board games. Yes. Now with that the digital version, you don't oh, get to do that. Oh no. You know one rule I always got wrong with uh that one game we talk about all the time? Oh, there's so many There's a million <laughs> I could think of a million of those rules that people well, that oh no, we play like this. Yeah, yeah. Well, the one rule I I didn't even know you played it this way till you know not too long ago was that once you land on a property, you uh, either you buy it or it goes to auction. Yeah, I, that that's like you just not buy it and just yeah. it just stays open. That's how I would play all the time. <laughs> and then I real and then one day I, I'm like, I don't even know how I came across it, but it, it it dawns on me. No, you're supposed to auction these things, so somebody has to buy it. So anyway, how about the, how about that rule of you have to go around the whole board game once and then you can buy. Have you heard of that? I have not heard of that. No. I think actually that might be in the digital version. That actually might be a real rule. Oh. Everyone has to go past go once and then you can buy. I think. I'm not 100%. I well, could be wrong. That's what the digital versions of games will help with too. Is mm -hmm. if you're getting a rule wrong, you play the digital version and all of a sudden you're going to you're going to it won't let you do what yeah. you want to do and then uh, you know after you spend five minutes trying to figure out why it doesn't work then you realize oh wait a minute let me go to the rule book and yep, yep that's right i've been playing it wrong this whole time and you know the best part is uh, you're playing that board game and you're fighting no that's not that's not you can't do that you can't do that and then it's going to be so great when you pull out your iphone you're like look this <laughs> is how you play it there you go <laughs> and something's got to be said too for the times we're living in now with the whole pandemic and, and, and thing, you could fire up these digital versions and play multiplayer with your, your friend across the world or, or just across the street that you can't get together with. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that Monopoly, if you, if I think that's actually on the digital version where they auction it off if you don't buy it. Yeah. I, I remember playing that. That's the, that's the rule. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, so you yeah. played it on the, you played it on there. So you're, are you telling me you actually played Monopoly, the digital version recently? <laughs> That's not what I said. Wow. No, no, no. I said wow. I discovered. I didn't say no, how I discovered. No, 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 no. Oh, we got some truth. We, some uh, truth came out today. I'm going to uninstall it now. <laughs> <laughs> some truth has come out. Oh, you, are a, you are a secret Monopoly lover. I'm a closet Monopoly player. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in order, in order to be informed, right? And be able to discuss <laughs> these topics. Uh, I see. I see what you're doing. I, see. I you need gotta to go, just play everything. I got to play everything. Uh, 
I got you. I can't just sit here and say, you know, Monopoly is this, Monopoly is that, and and not have tried it. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's a good res- that's a good response. I'll give you credit. I'll give you credit for that one. I'll tell you what though, Monopoly. I just I recently saw on Instagram, like maybe two days ago. <laughs> you sent it to me. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw right, the Disney one. <laughs> Was it the Disney one? I don't. Know. Yeah. I oh. Think I- no, no, no friends. Wait, send you. me the friends. Oh, the friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one was, yeah, that was a joke. I mean, it was, it's real, but I thought you'd get a kick out of it. <laughs> right. But they, they're, I think they're coming out with a, a Disneyland theme Monopoly. And I just thought the, the little player pieces were cool. I mean, if you're a Disney fan, right. And I think maybe that's why they do these reskins of Monopoly because nobody's going to buy Monopoly 50 times. Uh, but if you're a Disney fan, you're going to buy the Disney Monopoly. If you're a yeah. Friends fan, you're going to buy... Do they have a Seinfeld Monopoly? Because I jump on that I, one. I'm sure they do. Hmm. I, well, I think so. Don't they, they have a lot of Seinfeld adaptation board games. So I'm... Okay, I'm Hasbro. Sure Hasbro, if you're listening <laughs> and you have a Seinfeld Monopoly, uh, go ahead and send it to us. You know, maybe... Send it, uh, send, it yeah. send it out. Send it out. Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so wait, what, which character would you use in Monopoly? What was your what was your go to what was your go to piece? Uh, I, I I would do the, the the little race car. Okay, I was yeah. always the dog. The dog, okay. Yeah, we yeah we we secretly love Monopoly. Hasbro, <laughs> please just send us send us any review products, please. <laughs> please sponsor this podcast. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> All right, so. Looks like we're coming to an end to our podcast, but I did want to tease something because you know what next Tuesday is? Oh, man. Oh, what is next Tuesday? <laughs> it I is... Feel, wait, 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 wait. I can feel it. I can sense it. What is it? It's May, it's May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> wait, isn't that on kidding. Wednesday? <laughs> you know, it's funny, and it's actually May, May the 4th, so May 4th be with you. But it's funny how that day is now more popular than Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> it has become pretty popular. Yeah. yeah. So so we're going to rec- we record this podcast on Tuesdays, which will be May the 4th, mm-hmm. Star Star Wars Day, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I think we have we're going to have some Star Wars themed topics. There's, there's going to be some debates. There's going to be some debates. And one thing that I'm going to say right now and you may think otherwise, but I'm just going to say it. And you may not like me after this, but I'm going to say it right now. When it comes to the Star Wars movies, the prequels are no, better than the sequels. Don't say it. Not the original trilogy. Those are those are on the highest mountain, but the prequels are better than the sequels. Okay, so throughout these past four or five weeks with this, we've pretty much been on the same side of everything. Oh. right so what, what are you saying are you going to be on the dark side i'm going to be on on the uh well we're you're going to be, be the sith and i'm going to be the jedi or you're going to be the jedi i'm going to be the sith or what? well we're going to be on opposite sides on some of these topics i think um <laughs> but don't miss it don't miss it because we both love star wars we love to talk about star wars we love to argue about star wars so next yes. tuesday should be fun so so yes i'm going to tell you why i think that and I know what you're going to say, and I'm just, I just want to get it out of the way before that next Tuesday comes, because I already know your argument. 
The first thing you're going to say is Jar Jar Binks. And I understand. Fine. Jar Jar Binks is a disaster. He was a mistake. I get it. Well, there's but also there was far more mistakes in the sequels than Jar Jar Binks. And I'm going to point them out. There was also little Anakin Skywalker. Okay. I. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it next. Week. We'll talk about it. Hey, but... I don't know. No, I don't want to. You're, we're already getting started. You see, yeah, we didn't already, talk about it. <laughs> we're already getting started. So that's we a little taste. Tease it. That's a little taste. And and we'll talk about we'll talk about our uh, favorite Star Wars themed games, right? Uh-huh. Whether it's yep. a board game, a video game, or a marble card game, game. I don't know, a card game. Yeah, <laughs> Star card Wars game. marbles. <laughs> marbles? Is there? <laughs> That'd be I, awesome. I, I'm gonna Google it. It. Do you have Star Wars Monopoly? I'm sure there's a Star Wars Monopoly, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I don't have a Star Wars. No, I, I tell you, the only Monopoly I own, like I said, was the like the, the vanilla Monopoly and the Mario Kart Monopoly. But I do have okay. that the Star Wars Risk, which. Yeah. Okay. It's is a great. It's a great. Um, it, it plays nothing like Risk. <laughs> but oh, it's so much. I think I honestly think it might be better than original Risk, to be honest with you. It's, it's a lot a, more funner a, to me. It's a fun game. Yeah. It's yeah. Game. And the pieces are cool. Yes. Yes. All right. So um, make sure you listen to next week's podcast if you want to hear that. If I'm you're ready a Star to Wars st- fan and you want to hear two nerds talk about Star Wars and complain about which three movies were better than the other three, because that's probably <laughs> we're going to spend an hour on. Make sure you listen to that podcast. I'm ready to record it now. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Right now. I know we should. Huh? Are we going to dress up? We should dress up. <laughs> but I don't think my son's Han Solo outfit from like five years Does ago. Does it fit you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> my daughter's Ray costume might. <laughs> All right. Well, All I right. look forward to next week. Yes, me too. So that's uh, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for getting this far into the podcast. If you're still <laughs> listening, make sure you follow us on all the social media outlets that we're on. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll have more BTS next week. Yes, BTS next week. Stay tuned. Bye. See ya.